welcome to your weekly episode of Feed, Slay, Love. I'm your host, Catherine, and I'm so happy that you're here. Feed, Slay, Love is a podcast for busy moms who are everything for everyone. So if that's you and you ever wondered whether there's more to life, then you're in the right place. Let's dig right in. On today's episode, I want to talk about healthy habits. I am someone who is loving a habit. I love a routine and I really want to talk about how little tweaks to your routine can build a more solid foundation to, to keep you going for longer, to avoid those burnouts, to avoid those spikes and falls um, and really reward yourself with more sustainable endurance just to be able to do more in your life if that's your path if you want to do more in your life you also have to tweak something in the daily habits that you pursue you know if you're like me you love to get everything done during the day i am a big lover of a to-do list ticking things off and then in the evening just sucking on the sofa having some comfort food and Netflix. Does that sound about right? <laughs> Is anyone with me on this? Um, I feel like, you know, pushing it and crushing it at work during the day, handling the household. I mean, I'm a single mom, you know, others might have, you know, a little bit more help uh, or not. <laughs> um, running a family is basically run, like running a family business and in the evenings uh, if you just feel so exhausted and so empty and so like I mean so many of my friends fall asleep with their kids in the evenings they're so dead they literally can't even stay up to have dinner with their partners or you know meet a friend or have a little bit of joy in that time when you know that beautiful time of the day when the kids are in bed um, it's mommy's golden hour and if you sleep through that I mean what a waste right so let's talk a little bit about where that comes from um, I know for me I always felt like I'm not being appreciated enough or well maybe not even that I wasn't appreciated enough but I was really seeking that dopamine spike of appreciation so I would reward myself with a shopping spree or with a pizza or with an evening in front of the TV um, or I would seek that kind of reward from others like at work I would you know lead that project give it my all uh, get that reward from my boss or I don't know get a bonus or like a pay rise and like really you know seek those type of like appreciation like it's the same like when you work out and you hit the next you know milestone or you push yourself harder it's that dopamine rush and I've looked into dopamine a little bit more um, and I mean what I found is that dopamine is one of five so-called happy hormones um, it's a neurotransmitter that drives your brain's reward system so dopamines are in fact chemicals in your brain 
and they really motivate you to push through challenges and they give you that feeling of reward. So when your dopamine levels are raised in your brain, we feel that sense of temporary pleasure, right? The issue is, though, that I find um, the high from it doesn't really last that long. It lasts as long as that pizza or until you realized how much money you spend on that shopping spree or until you realize how exhausted you are from that work project. So it's not a real long-lasting rush. I mean, a rush doesn't last long. I mean, that's obviously clear. Um, but it's not really long-lasting happiness. It's, it's a quick success. It's a quick high. But it's not that fulfillment or happiness or, um, you know, pleasure that we really want to have in our lives. So when that dopamine level drops again, when that rush is over, then we're back to kind of like feeling that craving again, right? Um, re research really has shown that the that our brains do tend to mix up happiness and success because both do raise our dopamine levels. So they both give us that feeling of value, but they don't really last equally long. Happiness and success, right? Success is that quick like high and happiness is more that like kind of I feel like longer lasting warm feeling you know um, so we can you know in our days as moms as working moms we tick off so many things and we get those like quick highs of dopamine from accomplishing so much and we think then we'll, we will be happy if we work through that to-do list if we finish that project if we do that chore like do all these things Will we then be happy? But we won't. So it's just connected to such an external outward source um, of validation. But happiness, true happiness comes from the inside. So we can't really mix up those two, right? And secondly, I also think what we seem to mix up is when we push ourselves so hard, like why don't we then also fuel ourselves with better food, better sleep, better habits, you know, to kind of sustain that. It feels like we're just emptying our batteries without recharging them, right? Um, and, and that's really what I want to talk about today. So I, in my head, I've built this kind of like pyramid. Um, so the outside, the three axes of the pyramid, that, that frame, that is you, that is me, that's kind of like your driver. Um, that's the frame of our personality, our identity, so to speak, right? And, and you have to ask yourself, like, why? Why am I doing all of this? Why am I seeking this validation? You know, why am I um, looking for this type of rush or why am I looking for happiness or what am I looking for? What is it that I'm pursuing? What is it that I'm lacking? What is it that I'm chasing? Where does it all come from and where do I actually want to go? So really figuring out our identity, I think, is really that framework um, of the pyramid. And, and then if we look at the base of the pyramid, that really the foundation to keep that pyramid, you know, growing high and stable and strong, 
Um, that foundation, in my view, is um, habits. So we come to the point of habits, you know. Um, if you figure out what you want and why you want it, then you can really look at your habits and figure out, okay, how can I adjust my habits to really be congruent, to be in line with what I want to achieve in my life? So if your why, why, you know, in your life, if your mission in your life is to build this, you know, big family, or if your mission is to have this career, or if your mission is to, um, you know, like have a certain type of lifestyle or, or whatever it is, you can adjust your habits accordingly and you know what you need to watch out for um, or where you need to do the tweaks and, and also who you really are, you know, like, I mean, you can't say, well, I'm going to switch to a vegan diet now. Um, if that has nothing to do with who you are and who you want to be um, and you just want to do it because it's healthy or you read somewhere it's beneficial you know unless obviously a doctor advises you to eat less meat or whatever um you you know you really need to do things that are in line with what you want to do so if we want to talk about um this basis of the pyramid and this is really the point um that i want to get across to you today my pyramid in my head consists of three healthy habits and these are Healthy foods, healthy sleep, and healthy exercise. So those three, in my view, are the key to any foundation, to any lifestyle, to any growth, to any success you want to achieve, any sustainable happiness and growth in your life has to be built, in my view, on those three healthy habits Food, sleep, exercise. So let's start with food. We really all need to switch away a little bit from processed foods, I think. Um, and, and me included, myself included, ready-made foods that are not wholesome, that don't have nutritional value, they're maybe non-organic, they're very starchy, sugary. We really need to, need to reduce those as much as possible. So... Um, same with caffeine, right? We already have our anxieties and our cortisol stress hormones through the roof. So there's really not so much need for, you know, more triggers like caffeine. So reducing our caffeine as well to maybe two servings a day, two cups a day, um, reducing sugary drinks, sodas, reducing sweets, um, you know, and, and just filling in more whole grains, more like vegetables and so on. Um, obviously, that's an ideal world, right? So food-wise, that's the goal. Figure out what works for you, what works for your family. Where can you do easy swaps? Could you increase your servings of vegetables at every meal a little bit? Could you add in you know, switch out snacks of, of bread or um, cookies or something, switch them out with a more whole grain alternative or with a, with a fruit or veggie um, alternative. So, you know, doing those tweaks in your everyday life that are sustainable to you, go for them. Drink more water and less caffeine. 
water will also keep you hydrated and therefore awake more. But you know, you might need more than just a couple of cups, eight cups of water, two cups of caffeine. That's the kind of idea to strive towards. Um, and you know, you try and make those swaps whichever way they work for you. Next, healthy sleep. So it's really clinically proven that most of us need those seven to eight hours a night. Even if we got into a habit of just needing five, even if we, you know, I know have phases that are different. People with newborn children, people with small kids, they constantly come disrupt you. I get it. But reduce the reduction uh, disruptions that you can reduce, like lights, noises and so on. Obviously, don't switch off your baby monitor <laughs> just so you can sleep better. Um, health and safety first. But um, we really need to do the things we can do. I mean, I had, um, I have a, an Alexa in my bedroom with a, with a um, lit up display on it. And I just put something in front of it so I can not see it from my bed. It doesn't, you know, shine in my eyes in the middle of the night. Um, keeping the roller shutters down, like all those type of things, you know. Um, really good sleep routine, less interruptions, um, you know, that's really crucial. Also, I mean, I know a lot of my friends work late at night. I do it too, sitting at a screen till midnight, that type of stuff, then kind of rolling over into bed not ideal so there is this rule i don't know if you've heard of it um the three to one rule three hours before bed no more food two hours before bed no more drink and one hour before bed no more screens um i find that really hard because i'm really thirsty as well in the evenings um and then i get up to pee a lot in the night i mean great you know that's an interruption i'm i'm working on um, and screen-wise, I also read on my phone. I have um, I have books on my phone that I read. Um, so, you know, but I decrease the light on the screen, like that it doesn't shine into my eyes so bright. Like, you know, there are tweaks, right? So um, having a good routine to switch off in the evening, shutting down the computer, tidying the desk, you know, washing your face, like doing, you know, having a little calming tea, putting on a candle, watching something light or funny or something. Um, I love that kind of stuff in the evening. You know, it's like my mommy me time. And I'm sure uh, many of you will have some sort of rituals as well when the kids are in bed. Like it's those like couple of hours we have to ourselves, right? Where we can really just like unwind and, um, and relax a little. So... Um, I think that's it's really helping to like lower, you know, dim the lights and, and just um, go for that little bit more of relaxation in the evenings. I like to tidy my kitchen as well. I like to wake up to a clean kitchen, put on the dishwasher before bed, like that type of stuff to just wake up to a clean slate, um, a fresh day and not carrying over the hangover from yesterday, kind of, you know, as some people might call it. I don't want to have an untidy kitchen I wake up to. I don't want to wake up to any hangover from the day before. So, uh, and hangover in the more untidiness sense rather than drunk sense. Um, but I like that kitchen hangover. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really noticed though as well, I can do with more sleep. 
I get my kind of like seven hours a night. Um, but what I notice is, especially during the winter, when it's like season two, get a sniffle here and there, I do tend to um, force myself to stay up and enjoy that mummy me time. And I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I literally feel in my head like, but you know, this is my time now. I want to enjoy it. Like I want to have a little snack, a little chocolate. I want to watch a nice TV program or do a seminar or like something for myself, a growth course or listen to a nice podcast or whatever it is. This is just a time for myself now. And even if I'm super tired and I actually should go to bed, I feel like going to sleep is such a waste. But But in the winter, what I tend to do, and it really helps me, is to go to bed once a week with my daughter at eight o'clock. I might be reading for an hour or something like that, but I'm laying in bed, I'm relaxing, I'm not going to get up again, I'm ready to fall asleep if I want to fall asleep, and I will just chill out. And I've noticed it does wonders for my immune system sleep does wonders for my immune system who would have thought I mean I I didn't notice how much it impacts me until like the last couple of winters the COVID winters um, when I actually didn't get sick all that much um, and and I felt really strong and fit because I felt like you know I had a good rest I gave my body that rest so so maybe there's something in that for you as well to just if you feel like you can't get through the evenings and you get up again and you try and force yourself, you know, to push through, maybe you need to go to bed a couple of nights a week um, and properly be ready for bed, go to bed, allow yourself, give yourself permission to sleep. And and then maybe, you know, there are a few nights a week where you are just fit and you can spend, you know, a bit quality time with your partner. Um, all right, so we covered healthy food, we covered healthy sleep. Let's talk a little bit about exercise as well. And I know the recommendation is two to three times a week, have an hour worth of really sweaty exercise. And, you know, it should be a mix of cardio and weights and weights are really good for bone density and, you know, that type of stuff. And I know there is that advice and I know a lot of you probably are gym members or, you know, love your exercise or hate your exercise there's really it's really polarizing but what I tend to do and what works for me because I kind of have that love-hate relationship with exercise myself and I can't bring myself to fit it into my working day or into any slot in the day I tend to work up wake up do five to ten minutes of yoga, proper yoga with an app. I have this app where you can select short workouts and you can do more stretchy ones or more high intensity ones, whichever ones you feel like, you know, in the moment. And I try to listen to my body. Uh, do I have a lot of energy or do I not, you know? Um, and then I do those five to ten minutes of yoga in the morning and then I get myself ready and my daughter gets herself ready in the meantime or I help her. Um, and after I drop her off at kindergarten, I will also go for a half hour walk or so and in the afternoon I pick her up another kind of like half hour walk I go the longer way back with her so that we have uh, another little bit of a walk so I get to my 10,000 steps or something a day maybe I take a walk at lunchtime by myself listen to a podcast or just uh, speak with a friend or something um, 
So that's the kind of idea, you know, um, to fit it around your day and to do things in accordance to what works for you and your lifestyle, to make those tweaks, um, you know, and switch out some of the habits you're having to just create that more solid basis for yourself, to give yourself that more stable sense of control over your life and your energy and really allow for that more long-term happiness to be able to be created. That serotonin release, you know, it's another happy hormone, but like a longer-term one. And, you know, not that dopamine rush, but the more slower release, not these spikes, but that ongoing sense of feeling balanced and happy and energized for the life you want. So... Please remember, the first basis of everything is these healthy habits. They are there to enable you to do everything and sustain everything you build or are building. So you can really enjoy that life you're creating. Having those healthy habits, I find, is a key form of self-care. You know, a lot of us, when we think of self-care, we think of a bubble bath or the venting brunch with the girls, you know, that... Um, takes your mind off things or whatever you know of course those are needed and in you know it, it's it's lovely you know bubble, I love a bubble bath I love having brunch with my girlfriends and and chatting and connecting but you also need to show your body that respect you know you need to fuel yourself with the best food you need to strengthen yourself with exercise you need to keep yourself from exhaustion um, by giving yourself enough sleep those are amazing forms of self-care and self-love and they are amazing also for your children to see you know for them to learn and I think that really covers the base of your pyramid the pyramid of your life you know that allows you to excel that allows you to build you know up on a solid foundation to build that lasting happiness happiness and what really comes above you know, what comes towards the top of the pyramid above this foundation can be anything for you. It could be um, growth and mental self-care practices like self-reflection, journaling, meditation um, to really help your um, your self-finding and your self-growth. Or it could be connections, creating deeper connections, creating vulnerability, opening up more, asking for help more, connecting more with your friends, your partner, your family, and having that quality time. It could also be, um, you know, anything else. Like it could be purpose-driven, it could be career-driven, it could be your mission, your spirituality, your business, um, friends, family, like anything that comes on top. But everything... You, you do whatever it is whatever it is you pursue in life it will be more attainable it will be more durable and it will be more enjoyable if you know why you're doing it and if you really take care of yourself through that solid foundation of healthy habits food sleep exercise and that's a wrap Thank you so much for listening. For any feedback, thoughts, or if you want to be part of this podcast, submit a question or be a guest on my show, please contact me via the below contact details. Lastly, a quick disclaimer. 
This podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and education only. And it's not a replacement for therapy. If you need help, please seek the advice of your doctor or therapist.